Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi with Coaching with Dr. Heidi. Uh, This is the Get Detoxicated podcast. Uh, My mission is to bring hope and healing and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships. Uh, Today is a special day on the podcast because I actually am hosting my first guest and I'm super excited. Um, I have here with me today Dr. Morgan. I met her about a year ago and I was actually sitting in a coffee shop meeting with another client and I could see somebody kind of standing out of the corner of my eye and when I stopped she um, said, are you Dr. Heidi? Which for me, nobody knows me really in my in my state outside of my chiropractic office. So when she said that, it kind of took me off guard, but she actually came there looking to see if I was there. And um, I had time to sit down and chat with her. She was really struggling in a toxic relationship um, at the time, and it was actually with a boss. And I didn't have to be home early that night, so I just took the time. We ordered another cup of coffee, and I got to talk to her. And I think through about an hour and a half conversation, she started realizing that she was not only in um, a bad work environment, she had more than enough toxic people surrounding her in her life. So she wanted to talk a little bit today about how peace is possible after the toxic teardown. And I'm probably gonna let her do most of the talking today. So um, welcome, Dr. Morgan. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here. So good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome. And she's got exciting stuff going on in her life now, so she'll share that with us towards the end. But can you describe what your life was like when I first met you? Yeah, it was chaotic. Um, I felt really ungrounded, uh, insecure, like I couldn't trust myself. Um, I was I was working in an environment um, that I didn't didn't realize how toxic it was until I really started talking to you. Um, I don't. <laughs> I want to kind of. Um, well, you had been protect. through. Yeah. Yeah, you had been through more than one. Yeah. Work so environment guess, that yeah. was. So, um, graduated from grad school in 2015, and I my first practice was in Phoenix, and um, it was really unhealthy there. The boss was totally unavailable didn't really want to help me, didn't want to mentor me, just kind of threw me to the wolves. Um, And that was not what I needed at the time. And I was really looking for a mentor. Um, So I left that practice and moved home and um, joined another practice where this person offered to mentor me. And it became um, an enmeshment and more personal than, than business. And I wasn't getting where I wanted or what I needed. And I didn't feel heard, respected. Um, or valued, really. Um, so I guess I should kind of go back to when I started realizing that these toxic patterns and people that I was attracting. So um, when I moved back from Phoenix, I started dating. I thought I was going to be in this area for a really long time. 
So I started dating and I ended up dating three of the exact same people in a row. Same characteristics, almost mannerisms. Yeah, I um, think we have all done that. Yeah, it, in when I came out of the third one, I was like, all right, this is wild. I'm doing something. This isn't them. This isn't guys. This isn't um, the city that I'm in. Like, this is me. Something in me is causing me to be prey to these people. Um, so I started seeking counseling and was not getting anywhere. Um, she was basically just sitting there nodding her head and listening to me. and we <laughs> Which is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Right, but with coaching with you, you're giving me steps to return to me and my truth where, um, you know, with the counselor, we were just kind of focusing on the past where that that's important to understand and to like unblock, I guess, our sub- subconscious. But um, you weren't giving me, she wasn't giving me actionable steps to move forward with um with returning to me, right. which is and what I, you right, and I think it is a big deal that we realize the toxic people are going to be are going to be toxic. Mm-hmm. So the only person that you're in control of is you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, all this past stuff is great. I was there. It happened. Yeah, um, but when I, I think when, when I, I met you, you had already terminated your position. Yes, correct. It was like maybe three days after, and it felt like a breakup. And that was when I knew that I was like, this is this is big, and I don't feel like I can comfortably move forward with my life and accept another job or another relationship without figuring out what the hell is going on. Um, and I guess I heard from you through my employer... Um, and I saw you on Meetup, and that's when I came to the coffee shop, and it was the wrong night. I had the wrong date, but you were still that's right. there anyway. That's right. um, so it was meant to Yeah. Yes, we were meant to meet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so moving on from from that point, Dr. Heidi was really the person who kind of gave me the, the footwork um, and the guidance to return me to myself as I was living codependent. And I had no idea what the hell that even meant. Um, And living for everyone else except for me and not nourishing myself and my needs and wants and desires and goals. Now, I will tell you, listeners, that um, I did work with Morgan for probably, oh, probably three to six months. Mm -hmm. But she did a ton of work on her own. So she's giving me too much credit because she did a lot of reading and she did a lot of research and she did a lot of self-work. So just... Just to say that it's it's probably the hardest thing you've ever yeah. had to overcome. Yeah, yeah. So, well, how would you describe yourself now? Different. Ooh, confident. I feel like I can actually trust myself to provide for myself. I have healthy boundaries, and that's that's the thing. Is like when when you don't have self respect, when you grow up listening to people telling you that you're not enough and you actually believe it, it becomes so ingrained in you and you lose respect for yourself. So you go searching for all this respect and and acknowledgement and admiration from other people and safety too. And that's one of the most dangerous things that you can do. 
So until you return to yourself and start loving yourself and respecting yourself and building up your own confidence and trust in yourself and your own two feet, that's when you can set healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. and start to separate yourself from toxic people and, and look at their behaviors objectively instead of, you know, as a, as a symptom of your existence. Right. I think I have posted something like that. Now I'm probably not going to quote it right, but it was something like, if you live for others' approval, mm-hmm. you'll die from their rejection. 100%. And so if you're living for the approval and the admiration of others, yeah, yeah it's a big black hole that you yeah. fall and, into. And I experienced the same thing in dating and in my professional life where um, they would set this bar. So my last long-term relationship, we were friends for seven years and then we dated for about four years and it just came to the point where I couldn't take it anymore because he would set a bar, I would meet that bar, whatever it was, and he would dangle a ring in front of my face and uh, I never got it. Mm-hmm. So He would change the rules yeah, as they went, yeah. Basically, yeah. and that's what was happening in, with my employer. Um, you know, it was like, oh, this is going to happen when you do this or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I would meet that, that date would come and nothing ever came. And it was so incredibly frustrating because I didn't feel like I was, my worth was being seen mm-hmm. um, or compensated. And of course, at the time, your worth wasn't being seen by you exactly. either. It, you was, just, yeah. it was a mirror. So it's not like I'm, you know, um, you know vilifying right. these people this is all it's everything that you experience in life is a mirror of your own internal state and um, without Dr. Heidi I don't know if I would have been to this point where I am now um, without her shining a mirror up to me and being like this is what is actually going on like let's focus on you and get you back to Back to you. So just a minute ago, you said that, that one of the differences that you have now is that you trust yourself. Yeah. What is one thing in your daily life that you now know that you trust yourself? Oh, man. Like, what is something that you're like, oh, I can't believe I finally trust myself to do this? I, I just feel like I'm taking risks and not thinking twice about it, really, where I would, you know, sit on things and ruminate and what if, what if all day long but now I'm like well what's the worst that could happen right you know I you know I think in in my relationship that when I started noticing that I trusted myself was when I quit caring what other people thought yeah and absolutely that was my like turning point yeah and uh that's definitely come come up in my family um I've I've lived codependent with them big surprise um that's where I learned it and I was making so many decisions based on how to keep them happy, how to make them proud, how to, you know, instead of really being like, what do I want out of my life? And by living my truest self into my fullest, I would eventually make them proud. Um, and I, I was seeking all the wrong things and it was breaking my heart over and over again and by extension breaking their heart. So just going about it in the absolute wrong way, the total codependent way. Um, But yeah, exactly. Um, So what was the key, what was the turning point that made you realize something needed to change? (laughs) 
<laughs> if you could say one thing. Um, the the phone call with my boss the last time we ever spoke, um, it wasn't pretty, and I felt I felt like I was going through a breakup. I'm like, this is not, this isn't right. Like, why do I keep ending up here? I feel like I'm doing everything right. And it just felt so nasty in my body. And you felt like you were a good person doing good things. And bad things keep happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, you people who have been listening to my podcast, I say it every time. We are targets. You're good, loving, caring, empathetic people mm -hmm. are the targets. And so basically what you're saying is all of a sudden you realize that it... I had had enough. Yeah. I... I was at my breaking point for sure. So then what was your next step? I mean, after working with me, like how did you get where you are now? A lot of time alone. A lot of cutting toxic people out of my life. Um, Continued research on toxic behaviors. And um, I know the the narcissism word is tossed around a lot. Yeah. Um, But recognizing their behaviors and seeing these red flags in people and really honestly the biggest thing um, that's helped me is getting comfortable with cutting people out of my life mm-hmm. um, so seeing the yeah. red flags but then going one step further and choosing yourself yes yeah over and over again which is what we used to never do yeah because it was deemed selfish and self-indulgent and um, like I, I was raised Catholic and (laughs) I'm actually writing a blog post about it coming up Catholic right now um, is because they ingrain this really distorted perception of service into our heads growing up that we need to just give selflessly over and over again to other people Mm -hmm. um, and to work tirelessly for other people and I saw my mom do that and um in like in a codependent way mm-hmm. now that I'm I look back but growing up I was like wow she's so selfish selfless she ran herself into the ground trying to do other things to make mm-hmm. other people happy um and aside from from like you you portrayed it as a religious thing yeah aside from that there's personalities that do oh, that absolutely you know? um, but I, that was my whole family right. and it was it was out of the Catholicism. Which is why you chose healthcare as a profession. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, um, so what do you think is the key difference? Because you wanted the listeners to know that peace, like peace is possible. Yeah. My, the, the key difference in, in me right yeah. now. In, in living in peace and living not in oh, peace. Oh man. It's, it's just, I'm a, a very sensitive creature, so I can really tell these things in my body, the way I feel in my body, the way I move throughout the day. I felt like I, my legs were filled with cement when the world, like the world around me was so chaotic. I could hardly get out of bed. Um, I didn't have direction. I just felt like toxic sludge was running through my veins. Mm-hmm. Now I have energy. I'm like buzzing. I can't wait to get on with my day because I know I can, I can contact that part of me that has the confidence and the trust and direction. And you're keeping yourself from staying in the peaceful area, not slipping back into the chaotic yeah, and it's, drama. Yeah, and it's, it's easy to, because when your nervous system has been so programmed for years and years, um, 
when you're around that kind of toxicity and and chaotic nature of, of people, it that feels like home. Right. You get it feels numb, very you get numb to yeah. Uh, very not, desensitized. Not, not necessarily numb, but that's familiar. So like when you are coming out of this toxicity and in this process, it's going to feel safe to backslide into drama. Because it's familiar. Because it's familiar. It's comfortable. So understanding that and and just kind of catching yourself when you're like you know oh nothing's happening like peace will feel uncomfortable at first even though that you know that's what you want and you're working towards um but when you catch yourself in that backslide like no i don't need drama like peace on the other end of this like get get comfortable with saying no get comfortable with saying like your your behavior is not okay with me I don't love your disrespect. Goodbye. And it gets easier. It gets so much easier. It gets easier. <laughs> right. And pretty soon, as soon as you feel that kind of pain in your stomach mm-hmm. that's, that you know is caused by drama, mm-hmm. you'll address Trust it immediately it. Yeah. and you won't even backslide. Yeah. You'll just say, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. When you see a red flag, you won't think twice. So with everything crazy and upside down through the last year, mm-hmm. tell the listeners what you've got planned for your future because... Like, to me, this, mm-hmm. seeing where you were the day I met you and what you have just told me that's going on in your life are two hundred and eighty <laughs> different direction things. So yeah. tell people now what, what your life is going to be like. Um, so in about a month and a half, I'm getting ready to move over to Europe. I lived there for a little bit with um, my former boyfriend um and I just absolutely fell in love with it over there and for the last three years I've just been talking about how much I love it over there and how I'd like to live there someday um but that someday is going to be now because now I can actually trust myself in moving forward with my goals and dreams so and the big thing about this is when I first met her we could not get her to get out of bed because she was scared of the day I mean, yeah. that's an exaggeration, but this, so you were scared yeah. to make any changes. You were yeah. worried about taking Just any risks. You were, yeah. um, and so the move to Europe, people tease me because I am a USA homebody. Mm-hmm. I have friends that want to take me internationally, and I'm like, yeah, no thanks. I don't know why. I'm scared of that. So for you to be up, just like taking off on your own. You get one life. Amazing. It's precious. I do so. agree. And actually, um, I... I say this quite often, but life is too short to be anything but happy. Yeah. So you're starting to feel actually happy. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I, and I feel like this is something a lot of people fall prey to is like, oh, when I get here, I'll be happy. Or when I get, Mm -hmm. and I thought, you know, St. Louis was causing me all this unhappiness, but it was really, you know, my, my lack of knowledge and love and respect for myself. Mm-hmm. That's going to follow you everywhere. And I, you know, I proved that in my previous moves, but I'm happy. You, I'm happy here now. That's what makes me happy here in St. Louis now. Um, and that's what makes me feel comfortable in taking this move forward because I know no matter what, I know how to return to that happiness. Right. Whereas before relying on other people to exactly. make you happy and you've learned mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we're the only ones that can make us happy. So um, we're probably going to touch base with her again once she gets moved and settled because I can't wait to hear what's going on. Um, but anyway, thank you for being here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, thank you. Now, to those of you who missed the announcement, I say this every time. 
if you go to my website, which is right now edgewellness.net, you can take what's called a toxicity profile analysis. And it's a long series of yes or no questions that then you can email back to me and I can uh, then do a consultation with you to kind of let you know what, what type of characteristics you've been affected, affected by as far as toxic. And I can also give you an idea on um, what the level of toxicity you have dealt with in your life. Uh, you can message me in on Facebook or Instagram. My uh, pages are Coaching with Dr. Heidi. So if you have questions about this podcast or if anybody wants to talk to Dr. Morgan, I'm sure she would be more than happy to speak with you about her um, experience. Um, also, if you have ideas for future podcasts, make sure you click on the subscribe button so that you don't miss when a new episode comes up. And I think that's all I need to announce today, but I love the questions coming in because I've got a whole long line of topics that will be coming out. And as of now, I've been instructed by um, any of you who called have met Angela. She's pretty much put the hammer down on making me do a podcast every Tuesday. So we won't have long breaks between with me making excuses that I'm busy. So anyway, thanks for listening. And again, remember, life is too short to be anything but happy.